Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Steven Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this week we're going down under. Ooh, uh, are we going to see some wallabies? Wallabies, ruse, maybe a koala or two, maybe some bullfrogs. Well, but you I, know, well, I don't but know, you know what we're going to bullfrogs? Bullfrogs. Uh, but you know what we might need if we're going to Australia? We well, might need a tour guide. Yes, I, I've never been to Australia before. I've always no, wanted to go. Yeah. But, you know, the 28-hour flight probably wouldn't be the best. Uh, probably need to be first class, sleeping on a lounge somewhere so I can, you know, relax a little bit. But, yeah, yeah. long long flights aren't necessarily my favorite. But, yes, uh, having a tour guide to be in Australia is probably a really good idea. So we'd like to welcome to the Simpsons Did It podcast, Ozzy Pop and Paul himself, Paul Stevens. Welcome to the show, Paul. Well, g'day, guys. They're traditional Australian welcome and hello. How are you? <laughs> Good. Yeah, it's uh, it's early, early for you, late for us. Yeah, almost lunchtime here, and I think what's about uh, eight thirty, quarter to nine over there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It'll soon be tomorrow where you're already there. <laughs> yeah, I know the lotto numbers, so I'll help you guys out. Yes, perfect. Okay. All right, so um, first question we like to ask uh, brand new guests on the show is, uh, so you seem to be probably around our age, maybe older. I'm 39. Um, my brother's uh, 35. Um, so I'm guessing you've been around the block a bit. When did When did you first find The Simpsons? Was it kind of later after The Simpsons started? Um, was it right away at the beginning? What got you started on The Simpsons, and, and why do you like it? <laughs> um, well, I'm a little bit older than you, gentlemen. Um, I'm about 47. So it first aired here in Australia, I think, in about 91, so we're a couple of years behind you guys, I think. Okay, yep. Um, and I was, you know, a you know, teenager type thing, so it was a bit of fun to watch and a bit cheeky and something a bit different, so, you know, watched it and got into it then and um then got out of it met met my partner and uh she loved the simpsons as well so we used to buy all the dvds and all the box sets and all that sort of stuff so you know simpsons has been part of my life for 30 whatever it years now so <laughs> yeah i mean it's yeah. it's kind of crazy to think about i know we have I mean, it's kind of a small number ish but we about four percent of our fan base for this podcast comes out of australia and so I think it's kind of funny that that I know Australia, the UK, a um, couple other European countries just found The Simpsons and absolutely love it. But I feel like Australia has a huge connection to the to the Simpsons, maybe because of this episode. Not quite sure. Um, but did you did you catch this episode that we're about to record when it first aired or did you watch it later on? Uh, I think ours was later on when we got it. But uh, I do remember watching it. I actually, like, when we first spoke, I sort of went, 
I actually remember that. I didn't need to watch it again or anything. I remember the episode and then I watched it again and went, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's awesome. I, I, I love, I love when other, I mean, this is, this is the first episode where the Simpsons left the United States, like the yeah. very, very first time. So it's kind of first that the first stop was Australia. I, I don't know if there was something in the nineties going on that, <laughs> that they were like, Oh, we got to get the Aussies uh, involved in the Simpsons. But, uh, well, like in the episode, it shows that, um, you know, America was all gung ho about Australia and loved, you know, crocodile Dundee and all that sort yep. of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, all right, well, let's, uh, kick it off. Let's, uh, start this uh, show, all Robert. Right. All right, so uh, this is season six, episode sixteen, Bart versus Australia. Uh, the air date for this is February nineteenth, nineteen ninety five. Uh, so we're getting closer. I think we got about six episodes left in uh, season six, maybe seven. Yeah, we're we're almost wrapping up with season six. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. Whoo. Uh, indeed. Uh, recap of this episode: Bart visits Australia to apologize. For a $900 collect call and moons the prime minister instead. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so Paul, did you, did you ever receive uh, collect calls from the United States uh, in the nineties at all, or make a collect call to the U S no, I did not. <laughs> no, I'm guessing most I can of, imagine that. Dad, dad would have given me the boot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember make, just making collect calls in the U.S. to other U.S. cities and it being pricey. Expensive. I, I yeah. just can't imagine calling. Uh, and now it's free. We literally, yeah. we literally hopped on Clean Feed for free. We could call across the, the whole world. It's yeah. so like collect calls and calling cards are dead now. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's interesting because in the 90s, um, you know, having landlines <laughs> and you don't hear anymore, oh, yeah, call me after seven when it's cheaper or free. <laughs> Like, cause I remember that or even having the internet and being like, Hey, you need to get off the internet so I can make a phone call. Yep. Yep. Like, so, you know, $900, I feel like, I feel like that's actually kind of cheap considering in the episode we'll get to it. It seems like the phone call went on for like 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel like maybe it should have been more. Um, I like to point out in this episode, we kind of got like half of the intro because you got the chalkboard gag you had homer at the plant i think we had lisa doing her sax solo but we didn't have uh, we had maggie and marge at the grocery store but we didn't have them driving home yeah so after so they kind of chopped it up in a way to extend it a little bit because the episode was kind of long but not long enough yep and as we've talked in you know Earlier episodes, they either have a full intro or like chalkboard gag, and then the Simpsons at the house. Yep. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, and as we talked last week about last week's chalkboard being weird, this one is even weirder. Um, I will not hang donuts on my person. <laughs> is is this? Is are they making fun of cops? Because the whole stereotype cops like donuts, at least here in the U.S. I don't, I don't uh, know. It's not, it's not just the U.S. <laughs> it's okay. everywhere. Okay. <laughs> it's everywhere. I, I wasn't sure if that, that cop stereotype was just a U.S. thing or a whole world thing. Yeah. So, Paul, what we try to do is figure out why Bart got in trouble and was writing on the chalkboard. 
And I don't know if he was making fun, making maybe making fun of cops outside the school, trying to coax them in, or I don't know, having kids eat donuts off of Bart <laughs> as a prank. I don't know. I, that's uh, it's got me. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, it's a weird one. Bart's Bart's. I know Bart's a weird kid, man. But <laughs> hang, maybe. Oh, I know. Maybe maybe it was like seagulls. Like he was hanging <laughs> hanging out in the parking lot, donuts on him, seeing if seagulls come down and pick him off. I feel like it's more making fun of cops. Oh, okay. I, maybe he was taunting Chief Wiggum. There you go. <laughs> That's not <laughs> with hard. the donuts. No. Uh, so our couch gag this week. Another repeat. Uh, the living room uh, floor is a shallow body of water. Simpsons swim their way to the couch. Uh, Bart has a scuba mask on, which he takes off. And Homer uh, sticks his finger in his ear to get, you know, water out of it. So another repeat. Yep. It's back half of season six. Yeah, they're just going to keep repeating these ones for a minute. All right. So uh, we start the episode. Bart and Lisa race shampoo and toothpaste in the sink. Never done that. No. Uh, most sinks have a little clog drain, so you really can't... I don't know. They must have a horrible Well, so sink. the whole point was, I think they were, like, squeezing it on, like, the top. Yeah. And then, like, they maybe they... I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. And so I'm we, trying to explain it, and I can't. Yeah, so we see Lisa, Lisa wins, and Bart says he would have won if the water spun in the other way because Lisa had the inside track. Which is, you know, it's a true thing. Like, if you watch a lot of racing, if you have the inside track, it's a little bit shorter yep. instead of going outside. So you cut in and you take the lead. Yep. Lisa was smart, man. She's a smart girl. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Lisa explains that because of the uh, Corillus effect, water only spins counterclockwise in the northern hemisphere. And I, I could have sworn I had... Uh, oh, I did. I, I wrote it down a little bit later. So we'll yeah. get to that in a second. So... Bart's like, no way. Water doesn't obey your rules. It goes where it wants. Like me, babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so, Paul, when you when you watch this, did you try it? Did you, oh, did you... Look, I won't lie. I uh, flushed the toilet 38 times to test it prior <laughs> to this. And I can tell you it didn't work. And I was very, very disappointed. You know, it's funny because I actually, I didn't do it 38 times, but I did pour water in my sink through the faucet and it doesn't really spin. It just goes down the drain. Yeah. And I did do my toilet and it kind of went, I think it kind of went clockwise. Maybe it's like, because again, this is a 95 episode. Maybe older toilets had more of a spin on the flush. Well, your toilets are actually different. Like yours... The, oh. the toilet bowl fills up really, really high th- yes. with water, where ours doesn't. Yep. It's quite low down. Uh, I've been oh. to the States a few times, so I know this, and I've tested that principle to see which way the water goes down, <laughs> um, just because of, of the Simpsons episode, actually. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so and, is it, I'm guessing it's low because you guys don't like wasting water as much as us in America. Oh, because we're down under, and if we had it too full, it would over- fall out. Oh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But I'm guessing it's got to be a water conservation thing that that usually makes the most sense. Absolutely. Yep. Stupid Americans. Anyway, <laughs> uh, um, so uh, Bart checks uh, the sink to see which way, you know, the water flows and it goes counterclockwise. Then Bart tests the toilet, goes counterclockwise. 
And then Bart tries to make the water drain clockwise by spinning it with his hand. <laughs> uh, Obviously, that's not going to work. No. That's, that's... Now, I will say, since he's already flushed the toilet like once, the water's probably clean-ish. So, I mean, <laughs> sticking your hands... Yeah. It, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend sticking your hands in a toilet, no matter how clean it is. But, you know, it's probably clean water. But look, I'm, with my 38 attempts on attempt 32, I did try and do that and see if it helped. Did... <laughs> <laughs> As your daughter ran in trying to use the bathroom, Daddy, Daddy, I gotta go. What's your hand doing in the toilet? <laughs> and I, this this is my favorite part of this oh, whole interaction okay. is you cut to Homer singing in the shower, and it's going from hot to cold to hot to cold. And I remember those days growing yep. growing up where someone some idiot would flush the toilet while I was taking a shower. That was probably me. Oh, my God. <laughs> but oh, most of the time to be cruel, but, you know. Yeah. My daughter does it to me. Like, I'm having a shower, and she'll come in and brush her teeth, and she thinks it's hilarious to turn the, water, the tap on and off, on and off, on and off. <laughs> yep. It's but not. I, oh, so you guys still have that, because I, I believe most American households nowadays doesn't have that effect anymore yeah mine mine doesn't i know i know that for a fact because uh i'll flush the toilet my wife's in the shower and i don't hear screaming so yeah does here (laughs) (laughs) right well your technology is a few years behind us right oh in some aspects yeah so so you'll get you'll get the hot cold uh (laughs) water heater thing soon enough (laughs) uh (laughs) And then so Marge walks in on Bart in the bathroom and she thinks Bart clogged the toilet. So obviously that's happened a few times in the Simpson household. Yeah. Yeah. And so Lisa Lisa tells Bart the water will only go the other way in the Southern Hemisphere. And Bart asks what the (laughs) Southern Hemisphere is. (laughs) Uh, And so I I didn't want to look up the Coriolis effects. So the, the basic thing of the effect is it's it's truer. For things like hurricanes, tornadoes, and whirlpools in the ocean that they'll spin clockwise, like smaller drains, it's not going to have any effect, as we've clearly discussed where Paul and I have each tried to flush your <laughs> toilet and I tried to flush water down the sink. I even did it in my kitchen kitchen sink, too, because I figure, you know, it'll hit, like, the side and it'll spin, but, like, it just went in the drain. Yep. How dedicated so, are we? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's for science. For science. For, yes. It's for, for science. We have to see if the Simpsons are accurate. Come on. We have yes. to test every <laughs> Simpsons theory out. Um, and so uh, we see that uh, Bart has an glo- unopened globe on his desk uh, from Grandpa for- as a as a birthday present. <laughs> which, I mean, who who would, would really wants a globe? For, for a present. That's a... Well, I mean, if you like geography. But I got Google Earth on my phone. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, now. Yeah, now. Yeah. See, our kids... Our kids are never going to understand globes no. and VCRs. Well, I think... I feel like they're still going to be in the classrooms. At least globes are. But yeah, VCRs... Self, even, uh, landlines... Oh, yeah. just, just how to rewind a tape with a you know a pencil. <laughs> they just will never understand that. No. I know. Be least... kind, rewind. Yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> when you have to take the video back to the video store and it's got to be rewound or else you get fined. I mean, <laughs> they're never going to get it. 
I was, nope. You know, I wonder if I want to fuck with my kid and like at the <laughs> like at the end of a Netflix episode or something or at the end of a Netflix movie, like, dude, you got to rewind that before we uh, send it back to Netflix. <laughs> see, well, if back, I, see if I can get him on that. Back to Blockbuster. Uh, <laughs> well, there there is a meme out there where it's like a, a, a younger woman helping like a super old lady and she's like back in my day we used to have to send out for netflix she's like okay grandma whatever but it's true it started on dvds yep. you had to mail out for them yep and so uh yeah so lisa explains the summer southern hemisphere to bart <laughs> bart asks if uh Rand mcnally is part of it that was hilarious yes it's just, that's just the name of the company that made the globe yeah but lisa tells him yes that's that <laughs> Rand mcdally where they wear hats on their feet and burgers eat people <laughs> uh brilliant uh, oh bart and so bart uh pulls out the phone book now and turns to uh the international dialing page yeah. I, I don't think phone book i don't god i don't know if phone books know. ever had an international section I don't think yeah, so. They used to have how to dial different countries. So you'd have okay. like what numbers to press, you know, zero, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Interesting. And, and as we'll learn right here, Bart Bart uh, pressed about a thousand buttons. <laughs> I love that. He's like, he's like looking at the book, pressing buttons, looking at the book, pressing buttons. Like, I think he probably hit like every button at least three times. Yeah, at I, least three. I can't. I know when I traveled to Israel, dialing back home. I know it's like it's like country code, and then yep. dial out code, and then like I mean, it's a ton, it is a ton of not as I don't think it's as many as Bart hit, but <laughs> yeah, it's a kind of a ton of numbers to to dial to another country. How do you? Okay, I know you you work for a company in the U.S. Paul, do you? You don't you dial a ton of numbers, right? It's all nah, computer-based, I'm assuming. Yeah, all, all, all computer. Well, now it is. You know, I've been dealing with them for 12 years. So 12 years ago, it was a lot different. Um, but now, yeah, it's just all online. You know, you just press a button and, you know, if I want to talk to my mate Homer, so quite, or Omar, I should say, not Homer, um, and I press a little button and he comes up and we have a chat. It's that simple. Nice. Oh, okay. So uh, Bert's first call is to the South Pole Research Station. And I love how a penguin flies in the wind <laughs> in a block of ice and, like, hits the station and, like, just kind of stands there like, what the hell just happened to me? Oh, that was good. And so uh, Bart uh, asks the, the researcher which way the water flows in their toilet, but it doesn't flow because they're in the South Pole and the water is frozen. <laughs> and I love how the other researcher came in with, like, like a naughty magazine. Yeah. <laughs> I did notice that. I I feel like the South Pole would have uh, heated toilets, maybe. Yeah, probably. And so then Bart, uh, I believe he's, I believe he calls Chile next. Uh, Chile, not a hundred percent sure because they don't yeah, actually give the name. It's Chile, yeah. yeah. And uh, so you know Bart, you know calls, and the the translator is going to translate for the president. And he asked the translator, say, which way your toilet flows. And the translation was screwed up. Like something like, oh, they're coming for you, basically. And the president of that of Chile jumps out the window to flee. <laughs> I don't know if there's something in the 90s with Chile and their president being a bad person. Well, I think it's just 
and like uh, zones in uh, like in what was it uh, South America were like yeah. cartels or uh, something weird. I bet that. Okay, so the next phone call Bart makes is to Adolf Hitler. Um, he calls a car phone, oddly <laughs> enough, and uh, Adolf is not fast enough to uh, to to get the call. Um, and this segment uh, involving Adolf Hitler refers to a conspiracy theory that he survived World War II and escaped to Argentina. Um, and had Hitler indeed survived in, I think it was 45, if I remember correctly, so this was 50 years later, he would have been 105 years of age at the time of this episode ended. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, very realistic, isn't it? Yes. yes, very real. Not not that Hitler survived; that he lived 105. <laughs> I mean, right. uh, that was that was a good prank. And then Bart's uh, last call is to uh, oh my god, an unnamed settlement where uh, I believe because it's just you see a phone uh, phone booth with a phone. And a guy in his house floating away in, like, lava. And the phone rings, and the guy tries to grab it, but then he falls into the lava and dies. <laughs> so brutal, man. So, yeah, this is a... Maybe it was Hawaii. You know, they, they like volcanoes yeah. there. Could have been Hawaii. Could, but that's not... Uh, is no. that below the equator? Oh. No. Um, no? I don't think so. I don't think okay. it's below the... We've got lots of islands. It could have been Mauritius or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's a lot of volcanic activity out there. Oh, absolutely. So uh, then Lisa, you know, after after the after Bart kills a man, yeah. <laughs> uh, Lisa comes in to tell Bart he can't just call places internationally because it is expensive. So he wasn't calling collect at this I, point. No, I think he was just dialing. At that point, I think he was just dialing uh, international numbers. I mean, that's still expensive. Yeah. Um, and so then Bart decides to call Australia Collect. And uh, so he makes the call. We get uh, outside um, of the house. And I love the fact that a koala climbs up the, the, the electrical pole and shocks itself. <laughs> and, then goes, and then goes back for another, like, shock. Now, now koalas are pretty crazy. Do they do they hang on your telephone poles out there? Look, koalas are exceptionally lazy. They uh, <laughs> they sleep for about twenty three and a half hours a day. Uh, well, they don't sleep. They're kind of stoned. Um, they, well, <laughs> Man, they that's are. The life. They are the the gum the gum trees and the gum leaves that they eat um, give them a really relaxed feeling. I guess you'd say. Um, Kind of like being stoned, so most of the time they spend their their time just chilling out in a tree and sleeping and relaxing. So, nice. so, so koalas would not do the Simpsons got that wrong. The koalas wouldn't climb a a pole to that zap take, themselves on telephone lines. That takes way too much effort, man. All right. Now, now here's the other funny funny part about it. Typically, typically phone lines or any electrical lines in that matter are wrapped in a. Uh, grounded rubber that's why birds can land on it and yeah. and stuff like that so animals typically shouldn't be getting shocked by touching them anyway no and so now uh you know the kid picks up the phone bart pretends to be the doctor of the international drainage commission <laughs> and bart lies and says trains have been uh sucking in people 
Um, and he says this to get the Australian boy to check which way the water flows in the drains. So the boy sets down the phone, goes to a toilet. And did he come back and say it flowed clockwise? He did, yeah. And he did. And um, so, oh, yeah, yeah. All the drains, uh, all the drains drain clockwise. So Bart is like, hey, can you check your neighbor's pipes? And so the kid goes out, hops in his bike, and bikes away because he's in the middle of, I'm, I'm assuming it's not like the outback, like maybe the outskirts of a town, Paul. Well, look, I, I want to go back a little tiny bit here. That accent sure. okay. that, that, that that young kid had, that boy, was not Australian. Okay? So just so everyone knows, that was like okay. some sort of South African, English, Australian mix. And it was horrendous. Uh-huh. Everyone, not everyone, <laughs> anyone that watched the episode here in Australia at the time was like, that is the worst ac- Aussie accent ever. <laughs> We, that, that was controversial, I tell you. Very controversial here yeah. at the time. I can imagine. I wonder... I don't have anything in my notes who did the voice for for him. Probably should have looked that up. Yeah. Um, if I had a guess, it was probably one of the normal voice actors. Well, yeah, I'm assuming so. But who's who typically does, like... Maybe Hank Azaria? Hank Azaria would have been the only one that I could think of that typically does more... Funny voices. Funny voices. He definitely yeah. didn't hit the mark on this occasion. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say, you know, listening to you, Paul, speak, and then kind of remembering the episode. Yeah, that that it was not a great accent. <laughs> oh, well, it made it entertaining. It got in the news here, and people got all upset. So it was good. <laughs> nice. Well, could have could the dialect have been because of where they lived in Australia? Oh, no. I mean, not really. Australia does have accents. Like, if you go up to outback Queensland or something like that, there is a slightly different um, twang, I guess you'd call it, or, uh, you know, the accent's slightly different, but it's nothing like America. Like, you can go to New Orleans and you can hear that in New Orleans, and then you, you know, just go a couple of miles up the road to. say texas or sorry tennessee or something like that and it's mm-hmm. a totally different accent you go to new york it's mm-hmm. totally different la it's different well la is not so much but um we <laughs> don't we don't have that here it's it's nowhere near the diversity of accents but our population's okay. minute compared to yours yeah interesting okay um so yeah so this kid hops on his bike and off <laughs> he goes he's the only person in his neighborhood Kind of like maybe, I don't know, like a farmhouse kind of deal. Like the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then Millhouse pops over to tell Bart that the bakery caught on fire <laughs> and the downtown area smells like cookies. Uh, I'll come with to Millhouse. That, yes. That sounds, that sounds delicious. And so Bart leaves the phone on the table. I love how he doesn't hang it up. Millhouse. Like, yep. I feel like he would have hung up the phone. He just threw, threw it on the table. It's like, all right. Yep. Good enough. Just left it. Well, he is a kid, so maybe he's just like, "Ooh, cookies." Yeah. Just sets the phone down, doesn't even think about it. Yep. And so, day is over. Bart gets up, you know, late at night for a drink of milk, which he takes straight from the carton because it's bought Bart. And then we hear the Australian boy tell Bart that his neighbor's water drains clockwise too, and uh, Bart tells him, "Oh, I don't care about that anymore." And then hangs up. <laughs> So literally, once the once the bakery uh, was burning and you could smell cookies, that was that for Bart. Hey man, it was like, okay, I'm done with the water. Kids have short attention spans. What do you want? They do. They do. <laughs> uh, and then we get our title card. Three weeks later, 
So uh, that's obviously when uh, Homer gets the uh, phone bill and uh, all the places that Bart calls that we got Santiago, Chile, Antarctica, Naval Research Station, New Ugawal. I'm not even going to pronounce that. Ugadugu? Ugadugu? I don't know. Uh, Burkina Faso, which is uh, actually in the Northern Hemisphere. So once again, Bart, not very yeah. smart. An unnamed settlement and a disputed zone where the... Uh, Guy jumps out the window. So where did he call in Australia? Um, so he called uh, Bruno Dundridge. Oh, wait. No, oh, but where? That, that was the guy's name. Yeah, but where did he call in Australia? I don't know. Did they? There's not a There's not a new Uga Dugu, is there, Paul? Not to my knowledge. I wonder. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't but know. But there is an guess... old Unu Dugu. No, I don't know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess I don't know where they called in Australia. I, I don't know. They never. I don't think they ever said or there was a, never a really. city mentioned. No, nah, it was. It, maybe it's the unnamed settlement. No. It was some outback country town, you know, just by the dirt roads and the isolation. And there's a lot of that out in Australia, a lot of not much. Yeah, okay. I guess I guess in reference to where Parliament is compared to where everyone was, it had to have been relatively close to that. I'm assuming. Well, if it was our capital, it would have been in um, Canberra. Um, but no, nah, that's pretty small um, state um, oh, okay. or capital territory. I should say it's not a state's territory, um, and that's pretty small. There are some settlements out there, but I highly doubt it. Yeah. So, uh, and so Uga, Uga Dugu is the capital of Burkina Faso. Oh. So that's what that is in the book. It's the capital with the, the oh, gotcha. country. Oh, that, that, makes, that makes more sense. Okay. All right. So uh, Homer's looking at the phone bill. It's like, Burkina Faso, disputed zone. <laughs> Who called all these weird places? And Homer's brain is quiet. It might be you. I can't remember. No, I'm going to ask Marge. Homer's brain's <laughs> like, no, no. Why, why embarrass both of us? Just write a check, and I'll release some more endorphins. <laughs> and I like Homer writing the check, and just the smile on his face. Because <laughs> he got those endorphins. Yep. And now we cut to Australia, where uh, the uh, Aussie Bruno Dundridge is finding out his why his phone bill's so high. <laughs> like, $900 reduce? Tobias, <laughs> did you accept a six-hour collect call from the States? <laughs> <laughs> so what is what is the currency for Australia called? Is it just dollars? Are you ready? Yep. Do- dollars. Dollars. <laughs> okay. $900 dues. I, I, oh haven't, I haven't personally used dollar dues, but I might have to in the future. <laughs> you really should. Just, I honestly, I honestly have always wondered, because I, I mean, I mean, I love making Simpsons references. Like, I, you yeah. know, Paul, remember, I think I did that. Was it during the last NFT drop where I did that to someone in the, yep. <laughs> in the group or something? I was like, you spent nine hundred dollar dues. <laughs> so uh, I, I do like, I do like using Simpsons quotes in my everyday lexicon. So oh yeah, you should, you should, you should do that every once in a while, just <laughs> to see how many Australians catch on. Yeah, they'll tell me I'm an idiot. <laughs> unless they're, unless they're a fan of the Simpsons, then they'll be like, high five. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so then uh, Tobias says it was an f- emergency from the International Drainage Commission. And Bruno asks if there was anything wrong with the bidet. Well, God, I wish I had a bidet. Well, back up. We don't call it a bidet. Oh, really? No. The old adage is a dunny. Oh. Dunny. Dunny, okay. which it was an old um, toilet in your backyard sort of thing, you know, uh, with a hole in the ground and all that sort of stuff. We don't have them anymore, but that was, you know, what we used to call the dunny. Oh, interesting. Because, see, when I hear the word bidet, I, I uh, think of the thing in the toilet that sprays your butt yep. and gets you clean instead of the toilet paper. Yeah. It's a very French slash English type thing, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. So it's kind of, I mean, I, I guess uh, that Australian uh, had some uh, some French in him. He liked to have his uh, butt really clean. Yeah. Um, and so Bruno's <laughs> like, you just got, oh, wait, oh, sorry. Um, so Bruno calls uh, Bart, and I love how Bart screws up. He's like, is that Brad Simpson? Uh, hold on a sec. Let me get him. Hi, this is Bart Simpson. <laughs> he calls himself like Bert Sampson or Bert, something. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, oh, Office of Bart Simpson. Ah, oh, finally. And then he's please. like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and Bruno, uh, Bruno's like, you're just some punk kid, aren't you? Oh, you picked the wrong guy to tango with here, mate. And then Barla's like, I don't think so. You're all the way in Australia. Hey, I think I hear a dingo in your baby. <laughs> so, so Paul, have you ever seen a dingo in like the wild? Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Are they, they are, are they mean creatures or? Uh, not, oh, I mean, look, they can be and they, they um, hunt in packs and all that sort of stuff. And that whole dingo ate my baby was a huge thing over here, actually internationally. And it went on for decades. So, um, okay. But yeah, that was a pretty funny reference. I think a few people okay. was a bit uh, hit a nerve in Australia, but uh, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> God, it's almost like this episode is like what pre South Park, where everything was starting to hit oh, people's yeah. nerves. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is definitely pre pre South Park. Uh, but no, I I feel like was it okay? Was it like an urban legend? Like obviously, like a lot of places have like urban legends. Was that kind of what? No, it? no, no. Um, there was some people camping at a place called Ayers Rock, which is a big-ass rock in the middle of Australia. Really exciting tourist thing to go and see. Um, and basically, they were camping, and their little baby was in the tent. This is the story. Uh, and a, they say a dingo got into the tent and took their baby. Baby disappeared. Baby's gone. Uh, so that's where a dingo got my, stole my baby came from. Oh, Oh, yeah, really, yeah. really dark, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, it yes, almost, it God, it almost sounds like an urban legend. But <laughs> yes. her, her name was Azaria Chamberlain. There you go. How's that for memory? Oh wow. Okay. There we go. We always yeah. learn something new here on The Simpsons. Did it? Uh, so, yeah. so Bruno, Bruno says, "I'm going to report this to Parliament." Then he goes outside to talk to Gus, who's in his in the pig pen, and tells him about about it. And Gus says he's outraged. It's like I'm going to take this all the way to the Prime Minister. And he's off floating in a lake on a tube drinking a Foster's beer. Whoa. See, and I've, I've heard uh, Australians hate Foster's. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I was going to have to bring that oh. up because that's, that is probably the, the worse than the accent, worse than the dingo stole my baby. We do not drink that shit. It's like camel piss and it's horrible. And it, we only, yeah. we make it to export it so Americans drink it. 
Yeah, but people drink PBR here, so you know we have our hey, own, we have our own you lay garbage. Off, you lay off PBR. <laughs> if you're gonna make fun of beer, make fun of Bud Light. Or Bud. I mean, we make shit beer here too, and people yeah, seem oh, to yeah. like it. So. I I will say so. I think it was the first cruise I took. Um, so we got a great deal on alcohol on the ship because a friend of mine worked for the cruise line. Um, he worked for like the trucking part of it. Um, so he got like a really good discount on the cruise, and so like we would basically drink beer for like 60% off or any alcohol for that matter. So we'd always get like a bucket of beer or like in a can and they had fosters on the cruise ship and it's a little bit bigger of a can. And I'm like, I'll drink fosters. It's cheap. I don't think it's horrible, but I don't think I'd go out of my way to buy it at like a grocery store. That's a funny, that's really funny because when I was in the U S we took a cruise out of LA and sort of went down to Mexico and the same thing, they had Fosters there and sitting there at the bar chatting to, you know, people and they're drinking Fosters. And I said, why are you drinking <laughs> that camel piss? And they're like, what? <laughs> but you're Aussie, this is your beer. I said, this is not my beer, mate. <laughs> I, I, I will say, because uh, we also drink, because one of my cruises, we stopped in Jamaica and we got Red Stripe while we were there. And I don't know how Jamaicans feel about Red Stripe. Yeah, I, I, wonder if they, I wonder if they feel like you do, Paul, with Fosters. Yeah, my, my first Foster's experience was we had uh, they they put an uh, Australian like outback thing at our zoo here in Minnesota with kangaroos and and uh, wallabies and uh, koalas and trees and stuff like that. And they to to support our Australian outback in Minnesota, they sold Foster's. <laughs> so I was like, I, got, I want one of these big ass cans. Unfortunately, it wasn't big as Homer's. So I was kind of disappointed, no. but. It was still a big ass can, so. Um, so, but one one other question I did have for you, Paul: Does your prime minister usually just hang out in an inner tube, floating in a lake? Uh, look, we change prime ministers like we change socks at the moment. So, um, oh. some of them <laughs> is, do, some of them don't. Is is that why you change them so often? They're just they're out floating in a lake, just well, drinking some, beer. Some of them go for a swim and go go missing altogether. Oh. <laughs> one did. Jeez. One of our prime ministers went for a swim at the beach and disappeared. They reckon was it, one, a, of those, was uh, it one of those Port Jackson sharks? It must have been one of those Port uh, Jackson sharks. They reckon it was a Russian submarine that came and got him or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and your and your parliament, they 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 live next door to you, right? They just they're just in random houses around you. So yeah, you I mean, one, one of my mates is a is a politician, so you know, and oh. a, a state politician, and yeah, so. Everyone knows a politician here. Everyone knows a politician. I like it. Um, and so uh, I like how uh, they, they get the uh, bark starts getting envelopes from uh, Australia saying, you know, you owe us money. It's time to pay. And I love how one of the stamps on the envelope says 30 years of electricity on the Australian stamp. <laughs> so I'm guessing that's a thing. You didn't get electricity for a while down down under. Ah, uh, yeah, I think that's crap. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. It was funny. I I did laugh at it. Yeah. Or the or the collection the collection agency. I can't remember what it was. Something or other. Kangaroo. Oh, hopping mad. Yeah, hopping mad uh, collection agency. <laughs> uh, yeah, hopping mad collection agency at Sydney, Australia. Yeah, with yeah. a boxing kangaroo on the front. Very very good. <laughs> yeah. I like it. <laughs> Uh, but I like how Bart skims the letter and just throws it away. More time passes. Letters pile up in the garbage can. 
I like how Lisa sees Bart using her saxophone to start stuffing the garbage down so he can throw more uh, mail in there. See, that, uh, I, you were saying before the whole, um, you, you say that Simpsons things, I always say saxophone. Yes. Oh, yeah. Saxophone. <laughs> yep. No, yeah. it's I. It's amazing how much. I mean, okay, Simpsons have been around now for thirty four years. I mean, if you don't, if you don't have something you say daily from The Simpsons, you're in trouble. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and so uh, you know, Bart uh, Bart realizes he's in trouble. I mean, obviously he's he made a horrible mistake. So Bart mm-hmm. goes to talk to Marge and Homer, and he's like, "Hey guys, just so you don't hear any wild rumors." I'm being indicted for fraud in Australia. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Yep. And so uh, Homer, you know, says that, uh, there, well, that's no reason to block the TV. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, you know, so Marge asked Bart if he, you know, he tricked a nine-year-old boy into taking collect calls. And Bart, you know, he confesses. He's like, yep, yeah. I did it. And I like how Homer goes and finds Bart's globe. He's like, ah, Australia. And then, and then he spins to South America. Hey guys, look, there's a country. Uh, you are gay. <laughs> and I, God, that yes. I mean, if if you're not a kid in uh, elementary or middle school that doesn't make that joke, oh, God. I feel like I feel like in today's society though, that's not happening. No, God, no. I feel. I, I mean, feel it like, is, but then it's gonna then you're gonna get yelled at for making it. Yeah, it's gonna be squashed pretty quick. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, we get Evan, uh, Conover coming over to the Simpsons house to, you know, explain, uh, Bart's, uh, situation. Um, and I love how he was voiced by Phil Hartman. He does, does sound just like Lionel Hutz or, or, <laughs> or Troy McClure. Yeah. It's nice. It's, it's, I mean, it's always nice watching these early episodes and hearing, hearing his Phil voice. Oh, I was like, unfortunately, Bart, your littlest escapade could not have come at a uh, worse time. Americano-Australian uh, relations are at an all-time low. And I, <laughs> as I'm sure you remember, in the late 1980s, the U.S. experienced a short-lived in, uh, infatuation with Australian culture. For some bizarre reason, the Aussies thought of this would be a permanent thing. Of course, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, America had a, a bit of an infatuation with uh, everything Australia. Yep. Absolutely. Hey, we had a one-armed we had a one-armed kangaroo at our zoo in our town growing up. So, did we? Yeah, you didn't know that. Our kang- we had two kangaroos. One of them didn't. It was it only had one arm. Uh, no, I do not remember this. I think he just lost it in a boxing accident. <laughs> they call him Lefty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, so then we get a slide slide carousel. So, uh, Evan sets up a slideshow for the Simpsons to explain what went wrong and we get uh slide carousel number 8402 australia comma hurt feelings of slide <laughs> <laughs> so uh the slides that we see we get crocodile dundee um koala blue which i believe was a store yeah they sell clothes uh, and that sort of stuff okay Aww. uh jacko jackson who boxer yeah weightlifter uh, boxer, okay. I believe. Okay, and then uh, a a picture of a subway uh, with the uh, an ad out front that says "Ad for a footlong Vegemite sub." Wow! Now this is this is a subject I do need. Have either of you guys tried Vegemite? 
No, but did, did so, one of you got you or Dean or someone send Chris and Heather Vegemite? I think Dean did, yeah. But I mean, what you get, what are so many Americans get wrong, they put it on like Nutella. So they put it on really thick. That's not how you have Vegemite. That's why it kills you. Uh, You've got to put it on uh, a thin layer of Vegemite, and it's quite tasty. Oh. And it's a, you, I'm guessing, put it on sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. Or you can yeah. cook with it. You can do lots of things with it. But yeah, normally just a, oh. a you know, toasted cheese sandwich or bread in the morning. Oh, okay. I, and I'm assuming there's different uh, companies that make Vegemite. Well, Vegemite's a brand name. Um, oh, okay. Oh, so, okay. And then, then there's Aussie Mite, which is another one. Um, but yeah, uh, Vegemite's made by, I think it's Kraft. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh. So, oh, is that a how's this? available I'll... in the States? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Okay. <laughs> Might, I might, I might, might have to check that out. <laughs> might have to see if we can find Vegemites. I'll, I'll, I'll send some over. Okay. Oh, that'd be awesome. Thank you. Um, and then the last slide we see is the Yahoo Serious Festival. <laughs> and Lisa's like, what do those words even mean? <laughs> oh, it was so good. Paul, can you explain? Is that a real thing? The Yahoo Serious Festival? Uh, not to my knowledge. I don't know if... Okay. <laughs> Yahoo series was like a comedian, and but yeah, I, I don't recall any Yahoo serious festival. Okay. okay. Oh my God, that was great. And then uh, Evan uh, clicks to another slide, which I don't think anybody was meant to see. It was the plan B depicting Fidel Castro in crosshairs. Um, it, uh, and that's what they see. Um, and... Uh, and then he takes, Evan Conover takes the slide out and eat, promptly eats it. Yep. And this is a reference to a conspiracy theory that the U.S. government, after the failure of the Bay of Pigs invasion, attempted to have Fidel Castro assassinated. So we got a couple of conspiracy theories in this episode. I like it. Yeah. I dig it. And so, uh, you know, Homer, Homer agrees with Evan that Bart, you know, he'll agitate people. <laughs> and Homer's like, well, what can we do for you? Conover's like, well, it's too late to merely pay back the money. But as a sign of good faith to our Australian friends, we'd like to imprison Bart for five years. <laughs> Homer's like, that's tough, but fair. Boy, go with the man. <laughs> no, no, um, love, no uh, love from Homer. Um, Paul, do you, uh, you probably don't know what the, uh, even the minimum is for committing fraud in Australia. Uh, no, off the top of your head. No idea whatsoever. Hang on. Let me check my legal book here. No. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm pretty sure here in the States, I think it's, I, I think it's like at least, um, at least up to a year. I guess it depends on a, a judge's, uh, judgment. Um, cause we had the, we had a college scandal in which, I mean, that was more bribery than fraud. Oh yeah. That's um, where the chick from, um, full house got done. Didn't mm-hmm. she? Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they, she got like six months or something. So, uh, yeah, I, I recommend to people not to commit fraud. Although <laughs> if, if, uh, if you do, it's, you're probably not going to s- serve too much time unless it's egregious. Yep. Um, or if you're rich. Um, and so uh, Marge refuses to let Bart go to prison <laughs> no! because she's his mom. No, it's she's she's his mom. She doesn't want him to go to prison. Um, and Conover says the other option is Bart give a public apology to the entire nation of Australia. <laughs> Boy, Bart pissed off all of Australia apparently <laughs> yeah, somehow. Um, uh, not yet, anyways. 
Um, so Homer says all Bart has to do is apologize and they get a free trip to Australia. <laughs> and uh, Conover's like, yeah. And Bart's like, I'm good with uh, at fake apologies. And Marge like yells at Bart, no, you have to give a real part- apology. And Bart's like, I'm sorry, mom. And Marge's like, that's better. And then Bart starts chuckling. Yeah. How many, show that- how many of our kids have done that? Uh, uh, apologized fakely? Yeah. Apart from I mean, every I've second probably day. done it a lot. Every What's second, day, every second yeah. day, I reckon my kids do. Yeah, <laughs> my my kids slightly. He's he's only four, so he's slightly a little bit too young to to fake an apology. Maybe I'm not sure. He'll he'll like <laughs> kick me in the head accidentally or on purpose. Who knows? I'll be like, I'm sorry. Uh huh. Sure you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, um. And so uh, so they take the trip to Australia and they fly. Trans Hemispheric Airlines. <laughs> Fantastic joke. Fantastic. Um, and so, and then as the plane takes off, we get a camera pan down through the the Earth's <laughs> inner like crust and whatnot. And so, in the pan down shot through Earth, um, you see a coffin, and you see a guy like kind of crawling away from the coffin, but it's a skeleton. So somebody was buried alive. And actually got out of the coffin, but you know they're underground, so they still died. Um, we get uh, dinosaurs buried in coffins. Yeah, I mean they were right. Dinosaurs had funerals. <laughs> uh, sure. Um, and then uh, you had was is it Vishnu? Is that the the Buddhist god with six arms? Yes. Sure. Okay. Sure. I tried to remember it from the Simpsons with Apu. Yeah. Um, so I believe it's Vishnu. If if that's not correct and anybody who's seen this episode would like to correct us, please, please feel free to. Um, and he's just at the, the center of the earth pushing buttons, pulling levers, and he gets tired and then he goes back to it, which I thought that was uh, uh, funny. Um, and I don't I don't get this next reference, but a, uh, a Skylab rocket ship is buried in the ground. I don't remember Skylab. That might be before my time. Yeah, uh, Paul. Is that from does that ring any bells? Skylab Terminator. Oh, is that's Skynet? Sky ah, Nets. damn it! I was close. You were. You were. <laughs> um, so yeah, if anybody wants to to give us a reference of the Skylab thing, uh, you can reach to us email, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Um, and so then we see the Simpsons land in Australia, but they're upside down. Down, they are upside down. I <laughs> thought that was pretty fun. Yeah, that was good. Um, and. Yeah, uh, and then they get off, and they look really tired. Now, obviously, this is not a direct flight to Australia. I don't. There can't be any direct flights to Australia. I assume. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can fly direct from okay. Melbourne to LA, and it takes about sixteen and a half hours. Okay. You can go Melbourne, so, Melbourne or Sydney to where else? Uh, LA, San Diego, San Francisco. So there's a few options. Yeah, but I there. guess that's all West Coast, though. I'm guessing there's yeah. not a direct flight from oh, Australia to New York. I think the I think the longest one is Sydney to um 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 oh, what's it bloody called? Middle of Texas. Major, oh really? Major, oh, oh, major like Dallas. Dallas. Like thank Dallas you. Hub. Yeah, Dallas. Hub. Yeah. yeah. That's, yep. that's well, it. here's the problem. We don't know where the Simpsons live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they could have flown all out of California and just taken that full flight there. Yep. So. Um, and I love how Homer is like, 
okay, we left at 1.35 p.m. on Monday. <laughs> and he's like, what time is it now? And according to Lisa, it is 6.45 a.m. the next Wednesday. Um, I'm pretty sure her math is very off. Oh, that's good. I love it. Because <laughs> what, uh, what's the time difference between Wisconsin and Australia? It's, uh, well, it's 11.30 like there now. It's 12 thir- okay. 12.30 and here now. 12.30. Yep. Uh, and so 15 hours ahead. Yep. Yep. So, Plus a minimum of 16 and a half hour flight. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lisa's probably all like her brain is scrambled from that 16 hour flight. Well, man, probably hey, added 16 to the look, 31 and got. Look, we don't know how many layovers they had. They could have stopped in like Japan or uh, <laughs> yeah. China or somewhere else. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Lisa, so we see Homer with a sled and Lisa (laughs) tells Homer that it's summer and not winter in Australia right now. And Homer is sad because he, you know, he's brought his sled. He wanted to go sledding. So it must be winter in America because... Right? It's winter right now by you, Paul, because we're in summer. Yeah, but our winters aren't like your winners. Ours yeah. ours well, lucky. Well, I did hear, though, isn't... I, I heard... Isn't there good snowboarding somewhere in Australia, though? Yeah, there's a few good mountains where you can go up to the snow and that sort of stuff, but, you know, most of the country doesn't get snow. It just doesn't happen. Oh, okay. Up, up yeah. in the hills. What's, the, what's like the... What's like the coldest it usually gets in your winters? Like 50 degrees? Um, not even that low. We get zero, so two or three degrees is about where it goes. Zero to two to three oh. degrees in in you know. Middle. Oh, fair uh, Celsius. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you got to remember we're in America. Luckily, I caught that. So, all right. <laughs> so yeah, that's still pretty cold. I mean, that's roughly like thirty to forty degrees here in America. So yeah, you freeze your balls off, but that's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no snow, huh? No, only if you go up to like uh, Mount Buller or something like that, Mount Buff, you know, those sort of places during winter, then yeah, you get a bit of snow. Some good, real good okay. snow fields. Uh, if you want to ski though, you're better off going over to New Zealand. They have some crazy, crazy snow fields. Yeah, I heard New Zealand's amazing for that. Interesting. Okay. So then we get an advisory uh, board. It says foreign flora and fauna are prohibited uh and uh that means no outside plants or animals because you know it's it could screw with ecosystems um and so you know lisa tells bart you're not allowed to have any foreign animals and bart releases a frog in the airport (laughs) and it escapes into australia where we see get picked up by a kangaroo now in australia i if i remember correctly you guys have many different types of frogs we do but the funny thing about that is, you know, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp should have actually listened to that 20 years prior because when they come over here, they bought their two little poodle dog things, Pistol and Boo. Oh, yeah, that's right. And they actually had to apologise to the Australian public on on TV for bringing their pets into Australia without, you know, doing all the proper procedures. So, And they didn't get the boot, oh. unfortunately, but they <laughs> Google it. Yeah. It was 2015 or 16 or something like that. But it oh, wow. it is hilarious. That's all. No, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. If you go to a foreign country and you bring stuff, yeah, you gotta you gotta declare it. But I like how yeah. Bart puts the frog in the in the fountain. It's like I'll be back for you on our way back. 
<laughs> and then it's like, and gone. Now, granted, it's an American bullfrog, so it could potentially wreak some havoc in Australia, because um, obviously it's probably a little bit different than other frogs in Australia. Well, so The funny thing is that uh, in the early 1930s, I think it was, or mid-1930s, um, our cane industry actually bought over uh, American cane toads um oh. to what was it for it was to, i think the cane beetles they brought them over to to eat the cane beetles because it was okay. devastating our crops so that was 19 yep. let's say 35 somewhere around there okay. um and those little bastards have spread all over the country oh, <laughs> so the episode is actually quite true the americans we bought the american cane toad over or the what do you what do you guys call it bullfrog, bullfrog. or something yeah yep yep bullfrog yep yep Oh, okay. Um, and so uh, now we go to the U.S. Embassy, uh, where the restrooms are for citizens only. So American citizens? Well, yeah. Only yeah. American citizens are allowed <laughs> in the American Embassy. Um, and so I love I love this scene. Homer antagonizes a guard. And he and now, mind you, he looks like an American, but Homer thinks it's a British guard, which you can... And I don't remember if it's true or not, where you can mess with them. To a point where they're not allowed to do anything to you. As long as you don't um, touch them. As soon as you touch them. Okay. Whew. Yep. <laughs> and so uh, Homer antagonizes this British guard that's not a British guard who's an American Marine and the guy punches Homer <laughs> in the face. <laughs> yeah. We don't tolerate that sort of thing in America. Quack. Yep. Oh my God. That was great. And so now we see Homer and Bart enjoying the amenities. And uh, and Homer's like, hey, boy, for our next vacation, can you commit fraud in Orlando? And Bart's like, already there. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's that's not how it works, Homer. It's uh, not how it works. That's how he thinks it works. They got a free trip yeah. to Australia, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh, uh, Bart asks uh, the embassy people if the water flows clockwise. And we find out that they made a device to make the... The drain, the water drain <laughs> counterclockwise because so many Americans get homesick yeah. that they built this device and then they show the machine off and Homer starts to cry while singing My Country Tis of Thee. <laughs> uh, brilliant, Homer brilliant loves scene. Homer loves this his country. Great. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, the Simpsons, you know, walk out of the embassy um, where there's a sign that says now entering Australia, observe local laws. Yeah. Cause uh, I don't think they have diplomatic immunity. No, no. And they're uh, not diplomats. Exactly. And uh, Bart points out uh, that the guard tells Bart that the embassy is considered American. So it's like, Oh dude, we're all, we're, we're already in Australia. But obviously yeah. they're not. He, the embassy is considered U.S. oil, and Correct. this see, I like this better than the guard <laughs> punching. Well, the guard still punches Homer, but I like this part better, where Homer's like, "I'm in America. I'm in Australia. I'm in America. I'm in Australia. I'm in America. I'm in Australia." Punch. <laughs> it reminds me of the uh, the Robin Hood Men in Tights movie yes. where uh, Dave Chappelle is like, "Why are we fighting here? I'm on the West Bank. I'm on the East Bank." <laughs> 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 yeah it's just I, that simple, simple. <laughs> yep uh so uh then we go to the cultural center cart your arson in 
And so the first uh, prime minister, uh, I like how the first tri- prime minister statue there resembles Snake. From uh, that's fantastic. From the... Well, that's because Australia was find- founded by criminals. Oh yeah, makes sense. Well, they were bought over here from Pommy Land, yeah, from from the English. Yep. 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 And so now we get uh, Lisa, Bart, and Maggie at a pub. I like it. So Bart uh, pulls out a pocket knife, <laughs> and Australia comes. I was like. That's oh not a knife. knife. This is a knife. No, it's not. It's a spoon. Oh, I've seen you play knifey spoony before. <laughs> well, that seems so much. Uh, that's great. Oh god. Oh. But did you see? If, obviously, did you? Oh, go ahead, Paul. Did you see behind him? There was actually a big, like, crocodile Dundee um, knife. Yes. In that scene, oh, yeah, I missed that. So they were playing knifey spoony, but there was that big crocodile Dundee knife behind him. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and obviously, and obviously, you know, this is a knife is a reference to Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, that's yep. great. I love it. Yeah, that was good. I like it. Yep. And so, uh, Marge is at the bar, um, or Bart, Mar, uh, Homer and Marge are at the bar, and Homer asks, yep. "Can I get one of those uh, giant beers I hear so much about?" And he <laughs> drops a really giant can of Fosters. Homer kind of looks dis- disappointed. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, because it's Fosters. Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly." Big. <laughs> I thought it'd be bigger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we actually have um, what's called a Darwin stubby. So Darwin is up in the north of Australia. And a, do you know what a stubby is? No. Nope. Okay, so a stubby is a beer bottle. Um, okay. So a Darwin stubby is, um, you know, a, a beer bottle, a really big beer bottle. I think it's about two and a quarter liters. So what's that, about 75 ounces or something like that? Jeez. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you guys Holy almost drink smokes. like the, you almost drink like the Germans and their giant steins. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Marge <laughs> is like, "I'll take a cup of coffee." Beer it is. No, I said coffee. Beer, coffee, bay, ear, c o, bay, a. Do they not believe in coffee at uh, bars or water? Or water, yes. <laughs> uh, oh, God. I almost want to go to Australia now just to try to order a coffee. <laughs> oh, look, there's plenty of yuppie places you can go to now, but, yeah, not back in uh, 95. No, it okay. was. It was yeah. they, bars were bars. Exactly. Like yes. Exactly. You couldn't, even, I don't get, think you couldn't I... even get an Irish coffee? Uh, no. As long as there was uh, <laughs> some sort of alcohol in it? Look, it, it's not a bad argument, but, no, it's still coffee. Oh, okay. Fair enough, fair <laughs> well, enough. to be fair, a lot of bars, at least here in Wisconsin, they don't serve you coffee. No, not bar bars. Yeah, restaurants with bars will, but not that's a not, restaurant. Yeah, not bar bars. <laughs> yeah, bar bars, at least here in Wisconsin, will not give you coffee. You guys yeah. sound like they'll probably laugh at you if you ask for some. You guys sound like sheep going bar bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so now we get the uh, Parliament House der Australia. So the way it's the way it's printed in the in the screen is it's Parliament House de, der Austria, but then somebody like added the uh, the al to it to say Australia. Um, and I read somewhere that um. The front of the parliament for Australia just says parliament on it. 
Yeah, just keep it simple. I don't know. Keep yeah. it, keep it simple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our, we have a bar outside that just says bar. <laughs> it, it, it works. It tells you what it is. I can't see a problem with it. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, Lisa and Marge obviously don't want to stay for Bar's apology because Lisa would rather go to a dirt monument. Of course she would. Now that's not that. Now that's not that thing you said. That's a really popular tourist attraction, is it? Airs Rock. No, I doubt they're in the middle no. of Australia, and it's the world's biggest rock, mind you. So it's quite exciting. <laughs> <laughs> is that like the biggest ball of twine oh we've got the biggest everything the biggest prawn the biggest banana the biggest sheep the big oh mate it's crazy oh don't get in go, don't get into any arguments with the texans then. oh yeah. don't they have the biggest ball of twine or something like that i don't know uh no that's i believe iowa uh yeah i think Iowa. or is it in minnesota no minnesota the biggest ball of twine is not the biggest ball of twine no <laughs> That I, that I know. I think it's Iowa or Nebraska. It's one of those two. Yeah. Um, and so uh, Bart, you know, goes in. He's like, he gives his apology. And uh, uh, he's free to go right after his additional punishment. Because, uh, yeah, Australia tricked him. They thought they thought he could just go for an apology. But, uh, but yeah. Well, that's, they, also our, that's also the U.S. diplomats kind of <laughs> screwed Bart over, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. The U.S. Because they didn't. They didn't. They didn't tell Bart and Homer that this was additionally going to happen. Unless he didn't. Unless Evan. Uh, Evan Conover didn't think it was going to happen. But maybe he did. I'm not sure. No, I uh, think he did because we'll see later on. Yeah, but he's going to get a booting, which is a form of Australian corporal punishment administered by an angry-looking man <laughs> wearing a huge boot, according to Andy. Aust- according to Andy, Australia's prime minister, it's a, just a little kick in the bum. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming that's actually not a real punishment in Australia. I'd be great if it was. Oh, look, only from your dad, but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of country? What kind of sick country would kick someone with a giant boot? And the funny thing about this, in Burns's air, Bart gets kicked in the yes. bum with a boot, and Homer laughs. Yes, he does. So, uh, well, it wasn't a giant boot, though. That was just a loafer. Was it a loafer? It was just a little loafer. Uh, but yes, okay. Homer still did laugh at Bart getting kicked in the butt. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, kind of tells Homer to be quiet because questioning the booting is a bootable offense. <laughs> <laughs> and I like I like how on the wall, on the wall of the, the parliament, there's the Australian flag with a boot kicking an ass on it yeah that's that, that's nothing like our flag but it was funny <laughs> <laughs> just a big bare ass staring out and the boot gonna you know kick it very good yep yeah and uh yeah homer homer uh uh was like you sold us out conover see i told you you sold him out yep and so you know they uh uh, they obviously don't want the booting to happen. So Homer, you know, struggles with the guy and gets the boot off his foot and threatens to boot the prime minister. And he's like, when will you Australians learn in America? We stopped using corporal punishment and things mm. have never been better. The streets are safe. Old people struck confidently through the darkest alleys and the weak and the nerdy are admired for their computer programming abilities. <laughs> so like us, let your children run wild and free. Because, as the old saying goes, let your children run wild and free. <laughs> uh, you no, know, America still has corporal punishment even to this day. 
Uh, yeah. And our streets are definitely very bad. Very bad. I guess it depends on where you go. Minnesota, downtown yeah. Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis has gotten bad. Chicago is always bad. I'm sure, yeah. sure New York is still pretty bad. But you go to you go to middle of nowhere Indiana, and I'm sure it's pretty friendly. Yeah, it's because nobody lives there. Exactly. <laughs> and so and then Homer tells Bart to run back to the embassy, and I like how he uses the boot to break open the window. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. So I, you know, Paul, I'm assuming the the crime rate in Australia is, I mean, it's probably in a typical spot, but probably lower than here in America. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, there's crime everywhere. So, you know, what do yeah. you do? I mean, we don't incarcerate as many people as you guys do, but I think you guys hold the world <laughs> record for that anyway. Yeah, that is that is absolutely true and very sad. See, we got the largest population <laughs> in our prison system. Yeah, well, oh, per, yeah, God. the largest percentage of your yep. population, I believe, like one or two percent or something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's bad. So anyways, uh, the Australian Parliament chases after Homer and Bart. And uh, Homer and Bart try to get away in kangaroo pouches, but they can't <laughs> because there's mucus inside of them, which uh, I believe is that's true. true. They're, they're, yep. Yeah, yeah, it's to keep their joeys um, nice and warm on the inside. But if you want to get in, ride a kangaroo, you know, our kids do that to go to school. Well, they used to. It's sort of outlawed <laughs> now. But yeah, you used to jump on the back of the kangaroo to go to school. That's awesome. Now, I mean, come on. As a kid, you probably wanted to see what it was like inside a pouch. Oh, of course. But they, yeah, but kangaroo, yeah, if, yeah. if kangaroos kick you, they really hurt. Yes. They balance, they balance back yeah. on their tail and they use those big um, paws and they can kick like a mother. <laughs> so, it's almost like spooking our horses around here. You spook a horse, you're getting kicked. Oh, yeah. If you're, you're behind them, uh, don't you want to be playing that game? Yep. No. And so, uh, as uh, Australian Parliament chases after Homer and Bart, uh, guard one, I'll stop them. And he pulls out a boomerang and throws <laughs> it at Bart. It barely clips Bart's hair, then starts to swim back toward the Australians. Parliament member, oh no, it's coming back this way. Guard two <laughs> to guard one, that throwing, that throwing stick stunt of yours has boomeranged on us. <laughs> oh, that's great. I now, love it. now I know those used to be weapons. I'm assuming they're not really weapons anymore. Uh, they're traditional weapons for the Aboriginals. So the first, yeah. the first people of our nation. Uh, and yeah, look, you can, I've got boomerangs at home and I don't walk around with them and throw them at people, but yeah, sure. <laughs> Been brought up with See, boomerangs. Yeah, I mean, we uh, we have Nerf boomerangs because, yes. you know, when they, they come back at you, you don't want to be smacked. Oh, but... you, you, yeah. you definitely don't want to be smacked with a wooden boomerang, I tell you right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So now we stop at the South O the Equator gift shop, which is a pun on the uh, South of the Border gift shop. Yep. Um, and there's a sign out sent that says, Pedro says, Itai Koala tea oh, that's terrible <laughs> terrible um and so uh lisa wants a didgeridoo uh and marge suggests that lisa should get a baseball cap instead that says pobody's nerficked in australia uh paul do you also own a didgeridoo uh i do not and lisa did exceptionally well because they are not easy to play 
I have oh, tried well. before, but not easy. But I think it's her saxophone uh, skills that came into play. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I just I just assumed the didgeridoo was kind of like our recorder. Kids start learning it in like the fourth grade. And... <laughs> no, no, I learned the recorder in fourth grade. Yeah, oh, not, wow. not the okay. All right, I was just wondering. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> we get the recorder, you guys get the didgeridoo. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, we, as we see the shopkeeper shoes out frogs and, um, the, uh, the, the, the Australian squeaky teen, um, kid is like, Oh, I would call them Chazwazers. <laughs> That's not a real word, is it? Not to my knowledge. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, so Bart and Homer run past the gift shop yelling for Lisa and Marge, who then join them in running back to the embassy. But I like, I was like, Marge. Marge. <laughs> Bart's like, Lisa. <laughs> That's great. Uh, that kind of, isn't that kind of a callback to like the old cartoons a little bit? Like the Looney Tunes stuff? Yeah. Yeah, Maybe. definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, the embassy sees the Simpsons running towards them <laughs> and they don't want them back in, obviously. And so they hit the button, uh, that says gate control made with pride in the U S of a, <laughs> and because it was made in the U S of a, as the joke goes, the gate breaks down halfway. See, Paul, they didn't just make fun of Australia in this episode. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Just mainly I, Australia. I love that. I love that gate not working. It was great. <laughs> Uh, and Marge, uh, so, you know, Marge can't believe the U.S. government would set Bart up like that. <laughs> and she is very upset. Um, and so now they're in the embassy and uh, Evan Conover and another diplomat are talking to somebody from Australian Parliament. And so Marge grabs the phone from Conover, who is arguing with someone about uh, caramel and candy apples. Yeah. <laughs> as like their snack of choice. Um, I would prefer caramel apples. Yes. I don't think I've ever had a candied apple. I don't know. Is it just like caramel with candy on it? Mm, no, it's like a sugar coating. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so Marge, uh, on the phone is like, Bart is her son and she will punish him herself. And Marge gives this big grand speech and then hands the phone back to kind over Who's like, yeah, I agree. We're not going to let Marge near the phone in again. <laughs> that was the best line in the whole episode. I absolutely love that. That's great. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, you're thinking, okay. He wants to agree. talk to you. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. So now we see the Simpsons in their room waiting. And uh, the ambassador comes in. And he's like, we did it. We've worked out a compromise that will allow both nations to save face. Conover's like, we've argued them down to a booting. <laughs> the Simpsons are like, what? And the ambassador's like, the prime minister just wants to kick you once. Through the gate with a regular shoe. Conover's like, I believe it's a wingtip. <laughs> oh, so it'll God. hurt. So it'll hurt a little bit. A little bit, but not as. I feel like, because like. The whole point of the angry dude wearing the boot is that his legs are super skinny. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like a grown prime minister with regular size legs is probably going to make the booting hurt worse with a wingtip shoe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and so uh, Marge says she doesn't want Bart to get booted. And uh, Bart uh, stops her and looks at, at the Marine and then at the American flag. 
And then at the toilet machine that makes the water flow counterclockwise, he sheds a tear and he's like, it's time for me to bend over and receive my destiny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so Bart goes to the gate for his punishment and Lisa promises not to make fun of him for this because he's like, it's kind of like, oh, you're taking one for America. Yep. And so uh, the prime minister goes to kick Bart. Um, and uh, before he can kick Bart in the butt, Bart backs away at the last second and moons the crowd <laughs> where he has written on both butt cheeks. Very impressive. Uh, Don't tread on me. And then he starts to hum the national anthem as he waves his butt at the Australian crowd. Yeah. Did Lisa and say, so, I'm really impressed that you could ride on your butt like that or something? So yes. Yeah. Yeah. On your own butt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, this is not the first time that Bart or Homer has written on their own ass. So it must be yeah. a, it must be a, a male Simpson trait that they're really good at writing on their own ass. It's very impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I could do it that legibly. No, no. I should have tried yeah, so, before this so that we could test the theory out. Yeah, we should we should do it. Post it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And uh, uh, so Homer. Uh, um, so after so the Australians break down the gate, and obviously that's illegal. Like the Australians are not allowed to enter. That's like no. Nope. Isn't that like a de- declaration of war or something? If if they break down the gate yeah. and, and start uh, tramping on uh, the U.S. embassy, yeah, inv- like in- invading like... foreign soil because technically it's foreign soil. So if, yeah, you do exactly. It. And you had like the prime minister. Yeah, I mean you had everyone there. That's that's definitely <laughs> uh, definitely illegal. Oh, we don't muck and around, it's... mate. We'll all get in there. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so. Uh, yeah, the uh, the Australians are upset. Everyone gets up. They get into the helicopter. Australians are, you know, upset. And they start hucking uh, Foster's beer at the helicopter. <laughs> Only because... thing it's good for. Yes. <laughs> they're like, finally, they're using it what it, for what it was meant to be used for. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but yeah, Homer's like, hey, do we get to land on an aircraft carrier? And the pilot's like, no, sir. The closest vessel is the USS Walter Mondale. It's a laundry ship. They'll take you the rest of the way. Uh, of course. Well, but, that's because America hates the Simpsons. Yep. I really like. So, I really liked how the two Marines were folding the flag and then ate it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're closing up shop. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so then we see from the helicopter that Australia is now overrun with bullfrogs and they're eating all the crops <laughs> and, uh, and the Simpsons start laughing at him because, you know, hey, you try kicking my son's ass, your Australia, your country is getting overrun by frogs and all your crops are going away. <laughs> but maybe that had to do with the whole bullfrog or, you know, the frog thing in in the Australia. 30s? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Someone, someone at the Simpsons did their research. Let's let's just say that. <laughs> a um, little bit. A little bit, yes. And I like how Lisa points out that is what happens when you introduce a foreign species into an ecosystem that can't handle it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we pan down on the helicopter. We see a koala hanging on for dear life on the helicopter. I love how it like zooms into <laughs> the eyeball like this ominous thing. Yep. Yep. Can I just uh, say, but, gentlemen, I'm very impressed. You said koala quite a few times, and you haven't said koala bear. 
because they're not oh. a bear. And you oh. you guys have got it right every single time. I'm impressed. Sweet. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I. I you know, I wonder if I've ever heard that. Although I guess I've seen koalas at zoos, so yeah, I guess. Maybe that's where I get it. But no, I get where you're definitely coming from because the koala is a marsupial, not a bear. Spot on. Yeah. How did how did that how did that start where people started calling them koala bears? I guess they're fuzzy and I don't know. They kind they kind I mean, of yeah, look like a small bear. Like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they're not. They are not. We have drop bears, but we don't have koala bears. <laughs> God, that thing, that went that went out of hand at Castlecast. That that got out of hand fast. Uh, good fun. And so, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, check out the Castlecast. They're friends of ours. Uh, they have a YouTube video and everything. And they were on a recent Simpsons Did It podcast. Check them out. Trials yep. of Horror episode number five. Yep. Um, and so, yes, koalas in America. I don't know if they'd survive. We don't have the uh, foliage that they climb on i yeah you don't have I don't know gum they... trees they just couldn't get stoned and sleep all day yeah. but there's plenty uh, of, there's plenty of drugs in the u.s so they'd be all right they'd find something yeah they just hang, <laughs> oh, they just hang out in the fields of colorado they'd be fine yeah, yeah. they just pimp out their friends yeah. and everything you know <laughs> yeah and i and i do like the fact that the so every we've been getting this a little bit more often than not but the simpsons credits had the Simpsons theme song with the didgeridoo playing in the credits. That's pretty dope. That's probably, it was probably like a synthesized didgeridoo. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know how many professional didgeridoo players we have in the States. They probably got one of those <laughs> pianos where you can synthesize a didgeridoo. Yeah. Um, Maybe, I guess. So for, for our final thoughts, Paul, what we like to do is rate the episodes on a scale of one to five. Uh, one being the lowest, obviously five being the highest, uh, one is dough, two is eat my shorts, three is don't have a cow man, four is mm, sprinkles and five is everything coming up millhouse. So since you're our guests, why don't you, uh, rate the episode and, uh, give us your final thoughts on it. Look, I'm going to have to go, mm, sprinkles uh, oh. for only one reason that bloody accent of that kid. If it wasn't, we'd be all Millhouse, mate. All Millhouse. <laughs> nice. I like it. Uh, that's 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 a good. I you know I'll respect it. I respect it. I do. Um, I'm gonna. I, I'm. I'm sorry. I gotta go. Five. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. It's a fantastic episode. Everything is so great. I I vaguely remember as like a kid of Bart's age wondering. Like, because I think because of this episode, wondering if drains in the southern hemisphere really, you know, spun the opposite way, and so and, and you got all these other funny little things in here and uh, nine hundred digit uh, dollar redos. <laughs> oh, I don't know. If, I don't know if we mentioned this, but the nine hundred dollars that uh, Bart owed was the exact yeah. same amount the Springfield Gas Company bills the Simpsons after one of Bart's stunts detaches the family dryer and ignites the gas main in Homer's phobia. Wonder if there's any, so they like the, the... yeah. Wonder wonder if there's any other references to the $900. Uh, We haven't come up with it yet, but uh, we have a giant book that tells us. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's, it's a great episode. Uh, The jokes are there. The, you know, sorry, making fun of Australia. It's kind of funny, even though, you know, they're probably better than us anyways here in America. 
in certain aspects. Um, it's just it's an all around fantastic episode. Yep. I'm yeah. I'm going five. Everything's coming up Millhouse just because of the Marge and the bartender. I mean oh, yeah. that that just I I. I swear to God, every time I had someone like I was, I don't know, at like a Starbucks or something, like someone wants a coffee. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) it's just a trigger for me. Like I have to do it. But that's I. But once again, like um, you guys have heard throughout a lot of episode when when it's a solid one storyline episode in in these seasons, like like five through ten. When oh, it when it's just a single storyline and you're not bouncing back and forth, these episodes were just written so well. They were produced really well, directed really well. I I just love everything about it. Like it, the jokes are really funny. Um, I'm glad I'm glad that we learned that you know our toilets spin both the same direction here and there. It's kind of sad to learn otherwise, <laughs> but uh, um, but yeah, I absolutely love it. Everything everything's coming up Millhouse. So, uh, uh, lastly, what we'll do is our character profile. Um, and this week for this episode, we are profiling the, uh, uh, really horrible diplomat for the American side, uh, Evan Conover. His occupation is the undersecretary of state for the international protocol brat and punk division. Because <laughs> of all those brats and punks that we have in the States calling, uh, other countries. Yeah. Or harassing other countries. Yeah. I would love to see another episode where Bart and Lisa do something to another country. I, I, I would. I think it would be absolutely hilarious. And I don't think we've had one of those episodes yet I, since, I, since no. this episode. I need to come back to Australia. Yes, that would yes. be great. That well, would yeah. be great. Like 30 years on or whatever. That'd be pretty <laughs> funny. You know, yeah. Another third. They have to get a stamp on there. Another thirty years of electricity. <laughs> we have sixty years of electricity. <laughs> uh, his expertise: Australian correctional history and footwear. <laughs> his uh, strengths: introductions. Really good at introductions. Yeah. Selling out fellow Americans to angered foreign interests. <laughs> yeah, he's very good at that. Uh, incompetent at. Editing slideshows and <laughs> yep. diplomacy. Very much so. Yep. Uh, his secret shame, Cuba plan B. <laughs> <laughs> and his favorite munchies, candied apples. All right. So uh, one more thing we do before we close out the episode. And we're only doing this because uh, the last time we did this was with Chris and Heather. And uh, Paul, you're huge into Funko Pops, just like me and Robert are. Um, so one question we actually asked Chris and Heather was, is based on this episode solely, well, first off question for you, how many Simpsons pops do you actually have? You're going to be disappointed. A big fat zero. What? Ooh. Yeah, I know, I know. Steve, we'll have to, we'll, ha- we'll, we'll try to have to send him a Millhouse pop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do we have an extra? I don't know I if thought I have we an did. extra. I think we might. I'll see if I have an extra, Paul. We'll get you at least one. Okay. Um, so, so, so a second question, I guess, maybe, maybe this will be a better question for you. So, um, based solely on this episode alone, what Simpsons pop would you like to see come out of this episode? Oh, the prime minister having a beer on the, um, on the floaty thing. Ooh. Just oh, lying back. Good. I was going to say. Lying back with a beer. I was going to say, I was going to say the boot guy. 
eh, that's a good one, but I think I could beat both of you on it. I would like okay. a moment pop Ooh. of Homer oh. kneeling next to the toilet crying. <laughs> I got a better moment pop. The prime minister, prime minister about to kick Bart in the butt and his pants down with don't tread on me on his butt. <laughs> yes. I would love, oh my God, that would be amazing. <laughs> Funko, make it happen. Make it happen, Funko. We need we need that moment. Uh, <laughs> that would be a great. That would be a great, great Funko pop. Oh, that'd be great. All right. Um. So let's close it out where uh, where we could find everyone, Paul, as our guest. Why don't you uh, go first? Let everyone know um, where they can find you and uh, watch your videos and find you online. Yeah. Well, um, I'm Aussie Pop and Paul on YouTube, uh, on Instagram, Facebook, all that fun stuff. Do. You know, a lot of soda openings um, every Saturday, so Soda Saturdays. And we also do a lot of box openings and that sort of stuff on Wednesdays. So flip it around, so Thursdays and Tuesdays for you. Uh, sorry, Fridays and Tuesdays for you. Um, and, yeah, I just do it with the kids and um, other people and just have a whole lot of fun doing it. Awesome. Uh, well, you guys can find us on Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod. You can head over to YouTube and find our channel, The Simpsons Did It Podcast, where you can listen to all of our older episodes um, on there. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe, comment. We always get back to you. Uh, you can shoot us an email if you want to reach out to us. Let us know uh, what you like, what you don't like. Uh, I love everyone's emails. They've been fantastic. Uh, so far, The Simpsons Did It Pod at gmail.com. And if you like to give us a phone call to give us a... Uh, tidbit or what you like don't like give us a call 612-584-0986 and make sure to listen to our amazing voicemail message by jane and lebron who did a fantastic crusty the clown impression for our voicemail it's amazing go and listen to it um and then leave us a voicemail after the fact um so uh oh wait sorry one more thing uh head over to buymeacoffee.com backslash the simpsons did it and buy us a duff or two uh, all your donations go towards the podcast and getting you awesome uh, swag. So until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.